Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Hello there. Welcome to the episode. And this time we have two very special guests with us this time. We have... Hayley and Zach from Laughing at Ourselves joining us this time to talk about the movie What If. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank Thanks so for... much for having us on. Are you very welcome? And glad you could join us to talk about this thing that you uh, recommended to us. We'd not seen this film before. Um, so I thought it'd be a good chance to talk about something that obviously means or hopefully means something to you guys and hopefully share the experience of what you got out of it and what we got out of it in um, watching it absolutely i'm super stoked to talk about this movie this was this was one that i almost wanted to bring to our podcast so any opportunity to talk about this movie i'm all in (laughs) great great (laughs) so uh if you don't mind me asking, what what's the thing that draws you into this in particular? Just a just a brief overall of what what it means to you. Guys. I'll let Jack hey. take it because uh, oh. he's the one who recommended it okay. <laughs> when you're going through everything. Sure. Uh, so I I've been debating whether or not this statement is true, and I think I, I'm going to say it. Uh, this is probably my favorite romantic comedy. I I'm I'm a big fan of Daniel Radcliffe. I loved Harry Potter when I was younger, still do, um, despite a questionable author sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but love his stuff, and I kind of love his post-Harry Potter career. And I also love Zoe Kazan. Uh, and so I, I hadn't heard of this movie until I saw it on Netflix, uh, not Netflix, Amazon Prime one day. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it, and I've watched it so many times since. It's like a comfort movie for me. I just, I think it's a kind of pitch perfect little romantic comedy and offensive, not like the greatest film ever made, but mm-hmm. I think a, a a solid one to just kind of put on in the background. Mm-hmm. Haley, what about you? Um, I've watched this movie multiple times, but I've never watched the middle of it, which is weird. I've only watched the beginning <laughs> okay. and the ending. So this is my first time all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed it every single time, you know, I've watched parts of it. But um, I love Daniel Radcliffe. I love Zoe Kazan. And um, I also love that who she's together with, her partner in real life is Paul Dano. And I love Paul Dano. He's my favorite <laughs> actor. <laughs> so... I, I don't know. I'm a little biased, but yes, I love everybody in it. Adam Driver is also great in this too. Yeah, I noticed um thing. I obviously didn't really know. Obviously back then, I wouldn't have, if I'd have seen it back in when it actually came. Was it 2013? I think it was. I don't think I would have yes. known. Obviously, he's grown to be a big, bigger star now with obviously Star Wars and yeah. Marriage Story and everything that he's, be, he's, he's a great actor in, in, in general and everything, but and funnily, when we were watching this, I don't know about you, Sophie, but I think 
there was parts of her thinking, I thought I hadn't seen this film before, but then there was like instances where I'm like, hmm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I've seen that clip maybe on TV or something, or I've maybe caught parts of it. I all think the way we're th- a little bit like Haley here because I was yeah. thinking there is certainly part, I'm really bad for this. Like I watch so many things on TV and then I'm like, oh, and then Paul's like, have you seen this film? I'm like, no. And then I'm starting to watch it. I'm like, oh, maybe I have. Then I'm like, oh, actually, maybe I'll just see like the middle bit and yeah. then just watch out of the room. And he looks at me like, how do you do this? Like, <laughs> But I think it was weird because I remember the fridge scene at mm. the beginning. So obviously I must have started it. Yeah. But did I, what did I do? Did I not finish it? Because, but then I must, I knew the ending, but the middle kind of, blurred and I didn't know any of that but I knew the ending which is obviously I don't know if it is a spoiler now if it if it classes us as a spoiler or not <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, don't, we, we, we normally go just go with, yeah, with it, it don't, don't we, we? So, yeah but it's 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 a very you know like very happy ending like you would expect from a rom-com yeah I think so it is yeah. yeah which is quite ironic for me because I love a rom-com Mm-hmm. That's all I used to watch before I met Paul. I would not watch anything else, <laughs> would I? <laughs> no. And this is why I think he slowly thought this is a good idea because my movie knowledge is not that great, would we say? It's quite <laughs> very, sparse. very, very niche <laughs> genre that you tend to focus on, like, I think. And then they've kind of like introduced you to more like, like, you know, all sorts of different genres. Mm, yeah, I'm quite surprising myself. So it's quite nice yeah. to go back to a rom-com and see my views now I've kind of been open to all different kinds of films, mm-hmm. which is really good. And actually what the problem with Paul is, is opened me up to all these films that when I go back to films that I think I really liked, I start to pick at them. And it's like, yep. <laughs> thanks for that. I'd rather have not known. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's part of why I like this movie because I'm I'm not a big romantic comedy fan. Like I'll watch them, uh, but it's not kind of my genre. But I feel like this movie has almost everything that you would see in any other rom com, yeah. which lends to like I feel like I've seen this. I, I've seen people talk about how like this was the 2013 version of when Harry Harry met Sally. Yeah, I mean it's like it has so many things that I think a lot of other romantic comedies have, but I just like the way it does it a little better because of the chemistry of the characters. So yeah, I, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. And I, and actually weirdly enough, I've been dragging Paul into the Harry Potter world. You start, I think, did you watch like to four? And then I remember seeing part of order of the Phoenix a little bit which I've now seen and now I've just got the last three films mm-hmm. to see now which I've not I've no concept of at all so and I know it gets a lot darker and but I've I'm not gonna lie I do love Harry Potter but I was a Ron Weasley fan like he was like the person who was on my wall um as post <laughs> <laughs> I love him to bits <laughs> so I'm quite disappointed that actually hasn't had as much of a su- successful career as her- yeah as Harry Potter because he was quite funny in Harry Potter I thought mm-hmm. but Daniel Radcliffe like you mentioned his career has blossomed branched. yeah 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 and so many things like we watched Woman in Black didn't we yeah recently because that was like his first ever film after Harry Potter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is fantastic he's a brilliant actor isn't he mm-hmm. the only thing I did mention 
when we first started watching this, I was like, I hope he's not putting on an American accent. I don't think I could see Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> as an American accent. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit worried if that was going to be thinking, oh, this is just a bit... Ooh. I don't think he could have pulled it yeah. off. He did it in Guns Akimbo, and it wasn't terrible. But <laughs> okay. if you guys, I don't know, um, I know you're into rom-coms. I don't know really what Paul's into too much, but... It's a different movie. I enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't, though. Okay. Well, he he also did an American accent in um, what I think will become a timeless classic, uh, Swiss Army Man. I don't know if you've heard of this oh movie. No, it has um, Paul Dano in it too. <laughs> it's Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Um, I I tried to put as much sarcasm into the timeless classic. Yeah, because, got, I got that. I got uh, it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays a farting corpse throughout the entire thing, and but it's a, an American accent. And uh, he plays a farting corpse that becomes best friends with Paul Dano, who is stranded okay. on a deserted island. Um, probably the str- the strangest movie I've ever seen, but has a lot of heart. And uh, he he has a decent American accent. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> corpse. So if if you are a big Harry Potter fan, you know the Harry Potter movies. Those are my like sick day movies. That's what I put on when yeah. I'm kind of. Um, if you want to preserve the image you have of Daniel Radcliffe, maybe steer away from Swiss Army Man, but it's... Okay. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Anyway. You're going to make me watch that. I know Find that out. for sure, just to like ruin my Daniel Radcliffe yeah. thing. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was it's funny. funny enough that um, obviously Dan Radcliffe's doing his normal English accent, but the, the love interest of um, Chantry, his name's Ben, isn't it? Yeah. And he is a British actor, but he's putting on American accent, which I kind of yep. found. He's in uh, Hot Fuzz. That's as well, yeah. And yeah. yeah, my favorite shot of any movie of him like coming in another frame. Yeah, yeah, um, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's a great shot. That is. But... And, and I want to extend this to to Haley as well. Uh, you guys have said that you feel like you've seen parts of it. Mm-hmm. Did you did you guys enjoy the movie? Like, was this a decent pick to go with, or or just kind of? Yeah, it was a. There was one part, wasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> um, there was a, about twenty minutes in. I think oh, it was. We had to pause it because I went into absolute hysterics, and um, because I could not believe it was true, and I think I'm not very good with comedies, so like anything with Adam Sandler in or anything like over stupid kind of gets me to a point of where like I'm like oh this is daft now I cannot watch this and I kind of (laughs) turn it off and there was one point in this film and it was really bizarre because it didn't seem to fit in did it for me it no I agree because it it kind of after that point it's kind of like kind of lost it like where is this going with this is where's the where's the tone this tone shifted with it it's the part where he's obviously meeting Ben in, in the apartment or whatever and he's got the, he's rubbed, you know, a pep, chili pepper or whatever in his eyes. And he's going, ah, oh, my eyes kind of thing. Go to the bathroom. Oh. And, and um, Wallace goes to the bathroom <laughs> and then he knocks him out the window and he flies down and he falls down in the street. And then he's just face down on the, the, the floor. And it's like, that's a bit like. It's what so the- extreme. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this must be like something that Wallace is thinking in his, his head. head. Like, this is what he'd want to do to this man. Like, chuck him out of the window kind of thing. So I was thinking, was it like a vision or something that he wanted? And 
I was like, oh, it must not be true. It can't possibly be feasible. <laughs> and then we carried on going and Paul's like, oh, it's sounding to get a bit serious here. Yeah, because then we go to the hospital <laughs> and it's like the nurse is saying, oh, yeah, we're stupid. And it's like, okay, right, they're running with this. This, is, this isn't a dream. This is Because they have that thing later on where he's in the car kissing his uh, Chantry's sister and then that's like a vision in his head. So yeah. I was thinking, oh, is that, was there meant to be a thing where that was supposed to be the case where it was like this is just in his head but now they, they run with it and say like, okay that's that and that's the, t- that's the tone they went with and it's like huh, that's odd <laughs> I was just like no way would that ever happen it was like I think in my head it was like a bit like a cartoon version of something <laughs> and I think for me that was a little bit like okay that's a way out of the norm of how things would happen but then it has these lovely moments in it as well, which it's like the yeah, pure rom-commy yeah. parts, which it's... I really enjoy that kind of then make it feel like there's two different parts to a film a yeah. little bit. Because mm-hmm. there is some really, really lovely moments. So I'm not, I'm not sure, it, but it did make me chuckle. So... Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were I was hysterics. Like, I now was, I was laughing because you were laughing. Well. I was near enough tears coming down my eyes at that point. <laughs> yeah I remember when I first watched it like all the way through I was I was just like no oh my gosh he fell out of the window I thought that was the end of it and they were just gonna like I don't know I I mean he lived and then it just got progressively more awkward with the ex encounter I was like oh my gosh (laughs) just make this day end for them (laughs) but I, I mean I enjoyed it it had a character it was funny I mean, I think, I think the, I think I can forgive the falling out the window and the, that part being unbelievable, if only to get them in the hospital and to hear Chantry say to the ex, he's never even mentioned you. And just like how devastating that line is. And uh, I I love Chantry in this movie. Uh, Zoe Kazan is great. And Mm -hmm. she, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, she has two other movies where it's she's in the same realm of like uh, it's Ruby Sparks and The Big Sick. I've got Ruby Sparks somewhere on my hard drive. I think I've not yet seen that, but I've got The Big Sick on my like. I keep Blu-ray going shelf, to that, don't I? I think that's something we we'll have to we'll look into because if that's yes. on a similar vein of the rom-com thing, then that's probably. I do actually like her character in this, and I do like the chemistry that Daniel Radcliffe yes. and her have. So that might be another good watch to to check out so i i as i was watching this i was like i think zoe kazan has made like an unofficial trilogy of movies where it's it's those three um where it's her like taking on the manic pixie dream girl Mm -hmm. because ruby sparks is um paul dano's character writes a manic pixie dream girl and then she comes to life right and like lives with her and then the big sick is She's kind of the manic pixie dream girl, but she actually gets sick. And then it's, she does these things where it's, it seems like it's that character of, oh, it's the male fantasy, but then she makes the character real. And it's, it's, I don't know. She does great work. So mm-hmm. highly recommend those other two movies. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Haley, you, you're a big fan of uh, Ruby Sparks, right? Or was it the big sick? I know you like oh, one. I love both of them. I love Ruby Sparks. I think that movie is so great. Her, she wrote that with Paul Dano, I think, because she was, um, I don't know. 
she wanted to do something that would kill that trope. And that's what they did. And it's fantastic. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah, that will be definitely one for the list then, I think. I know I keep pointing it out and you're like, yeah. oh, we'll just kind of put that one to the side. And I'm like, oh, but this one looks like a rom-com. I think I'm going to like this one. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> they both are. But they're definitely. Both. We have to give them a watch, won't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so... With this kind of little romance that's blossoming, you kind of see the relationship, obviously, with Wallace taking an interest in Chantry. And it's kind of, you know, already boy meets girl. And obviously she's got this long relationship with this other guy that actually doesn't seem to really have as much in common, probably. You know, like the typical kind of yeah, because of romance yeah. films. Yeah. But you do see this kind of genuine kind of I don't know how to describe it not one of those typical rom-coms where this girl's really pretty like she's just naturally good looking pretty yeah Yeah, it's not anything like she's just completely blonde and everything like that and she's just perfect Mm -hmm. she's just a nice net like very indie yeah kind of thing which is obviously this this film kind of gives off that indie vibe anyway doesn't it Mm, so it does Mm -hmm. and I think that's the relationship with them the way that they talk about anything and it's it's very natural yeah yeah which I think she seems to have more kind of struggle with Ben a little bit and you can kind of see that in where it's going to lead to in the end even though you don't know how you're going to get there mm-hmm. but you've got some really weird characters haven't you so obviously you've got the one from Star Wars but he's uh, a brilliant yeah, yeah. yeah he's so out there and <laughs> like one of those things that I think because Daniel Radcliffe's character is so introvert a little bit and yeah. he needs that push along when this is what Alan <laughs> yeah he's the extrovert and just yeah. very more out there and moves very quickly as we see throughout the movie <laughs> <laughs> he's got such long arms <laughs> very lanky yes. yeah. this this movie has a for I mean a 2013 a, they may not have been as known but Daniel Radcliffe Zoe Kazan Adam Driver and then Mackenzie Davis who plays Adam Driver's wife in this like she's starting to get the rise up because She's in, Haley, correct me if I'm wrong. She's in the um, that Christmas movie that just came out, isn't she? The, that was her? Yeah. The, um, uh, what is it? Perfect holiday se- season. Yeah, the holiday season, the one with Kristen Stewart. And it's the the lesbian couple who... Yeah, we were going to, we were considering doing that for the... Happiest season. Happiest season. Well, we're going to review. We were going to review that, and then Instead we went with no- Noel. Noel. <laughs> Which yeah, I it, kind of wish we'd gone with the happiest season. But anyway, that's, that's maybe my... for next for this year, should we say? Yeah. <laughs> happiest season kind of falls in the the same vein of of this movie, where it is doing a lot of things that other rom coms do, but it does it kind of a little better because it's got people who have chemistry and they know what they're they're trying to do and what they're trying to say with the movie instead of just like let's pump out another movie (laughs) so yeah yeah I think that's what it is and I think they've got such likable characters so they are really genuinely likable characters and you do want the best for Tantry and Wallace like you do want them to get together even though there's a little bit of deceitfulness and obviously Wallace is being the friend but obviously wants more more, clearly yeah Yeah. and 
like if that was kind of like I'm guessing like if me and you had that situation mm-hmm. I if this was a girl if I was Ben I would not want you really hanging around yeah. with her <laughs> to be yeah. fair so you kind of feel sorry for Ben but in a weird way you kind of like wanting Wallace to be with Chantry and it's like well actually that's not right because what he's doing is kind of snulking in like she does say doesn't yeah, she yeah. like you're trying to split me and Ben up and kind of has a little mm-hmm. bit of a argument with him a blowout doesn't she with him mm-hmm. and they don't speak for a while and it's that kind of raw chemistry that they do have which she's aware of that kind of makes the film special I guess yeah because we all want that that kind of thing where we just click with somebody that's you know on the same level as that person and it's just really nice just to see that bloom into fruition mm. yeah and sure. the animation side of things oh yeah that was a big Telling point for me, obviously, because of me being working in animation and seeing all that, those visuals that that, that she does, and the fact that she is an animator mm-hmm. and that she's kind of doesn't want to step up in the big role and she just wants to focus on being an animator. It's like, yeah, I get that because you want to hone your craft and not be like have all the big responsibilities of being a an upper management type of thing and everything. Yeah, I can I can relate. Yeah, that was really cool. Like, I know that you guys did your own you do your own art for your podcast and you guys made us a really cool animated, uh, I want to say character, but of ourselves, character of us. And it looks really good. And I I don't know, watching this movie and you saying you're an animator, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect movie for us to discuss. That's so cool. (laughs) Definitely is. And I know when you're on about that, with like you prefer doing the art kind of side of things instead of managing, that would not be, your kind of bag you would prefer to be the one that kind of works on the crafty side yeah. of things instead of being telling people what to do to I don't think you would really like people, that yeah. <laughs> and that's where Chantry is she's kind of gets to a point of where she doesn't know what to do because a boss keeps off offering her this promotion and she's not ready for that and obviously it's far away as well so she's going to leave her fiance um and all of that and she doesn't want to be apart from him um, although he's obviously in the film he's moving away to um to do this stuff with um what was it again he's um he is he... like a copywriter of some sort like he makes manuals and such oh no sorry that's that's wallace i mean um ben sorry oh he's an attorney he does oh. something with i yeah. don't know the world yeah united nations that's it i think isn't it yeah yes yeah Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so he's traveling all over the place and he, she gets all these little postcards from wherever he's mm. stopping by. And I think that must, you get the sense of that, like for anybody, that's really, it must be really hard for somebody to, to deal with that kind of, you know, somebody who's working out in the mm-hmm. world and it's, and it's, mm-hmm. it must be tricky. And then obviously there's a, that's the sort of temptation you have with, oh, well, this guy's I'm hanging out with, he's really nice. And it's kind of like, you know, he's there, isn't he's he? There for and her. kind of struggling with the time difference, depending on whereabouts Ben is. And um, it seems to keep missing one another, but Wallace is just, just there all the time. <laughs> and it's that kind of where you think, obviously, distance is meant to make the heart grow fonder, mm-hmm. but so can an absent mind (laughs) (laughs) kind of thing yeah um one thing that i thought was interesting is how fool's gold the sandwich brought them together i know yeah like what (laughs) and the amount of feces and elvis's (laughs) intestines like what the fuck oh am i allowed to swear on this (laughs) oh yeah yeah, you can do you should have with with your medicine we they can swear don't worry yeah yeah yeah. okay (laughs) but no i know what you're meaning because it's like 
the whole idea of them getting together just over this and that being their thing yeah Yeah. I know (laughs) at the end even though Chantry says it's just fat and it's just like she's not for it is she at the beginning she's thinking it's disgusting yeah and somehow grows to love it because it brings her and Wallace together (laughs) and it's their wedding cake yeah (laughs) (laughs) it looks so gross as an American we both have I haven't had it have you had it Zach I, I I've, I've watched this movie so many times and every time they show the making of the thing I just like I feel a rock in my stomach just uh-huh. like oh this just not, does not look good but I also want to try it because yeah, I hate myself so <laughs> just like hmm, that looks something new. so it's a small piece and see what it's like yeah yeah not a whole thing but I haven't I even had like a peanut and jam sandwich before so i haven't even experienced whoa so oh my gosh that was our childhood at some point yeah so then this is a whole new level of <laughs> basically a peanut butter jam sandwich isn't it yeah uh, i've never had have you guys tried peanut butter oh yeah yeah i we love like peanut, peanut butter, butter. Yeah. okay put it in my smoothie and like with bananas and stuff like that but i've never so i can kind of imagine it probably should work oh it does work yeah it's like peanut butter and chocolate that works so well yeah it does yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to make me one tomorrow now okay just so that i can let them know what it, i think of it <laughs> yeah it's good we love it so to to Haley's point with the like the fool's gold being their thing that brought them together one, one thing that i read about this movie uh before we we all got on the call is that daniel radcliffe has talked about his lines with Zoe Kazan, most of them were improvised. So I want to know, like, was Fool's Gold in the script or did they just like, what's a gross thing that we could bring up? Because they clearly had fun, just the -hmm. chemistry between them. I think you guys have all been talking about it. Their back and forth, I think, is the best part of the movie. There's in that middle section that, Haley, you said you missed, there's like a couple of montages where it's just them hanging out yeah. And that's my favorite part of the movie is just them, like, I feel like they could be friends outside of this film, the actors themselves. And then I've looked up, you know, does Daniel Radcliffe and Adam Driver hang out? Because I feel like they could be best friends in real life, too. And <laughs> so, yeah. I think I, Adam Driver uh, had one of the best lines, like, ever in this movie. What was it? <laughs> I... I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was this just is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> no, yeah. that is a great scene. Yeah, I love the also with that that, that nachos and the banana analogy. Like oh, you're, yeah. you're the you're the decaying banana. And Ben is this <laughs> perfect nacho. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny. There is some really good humor parts, which shocks me to say mm-hmm. I did quite enjoy it. Apart from the window scene, <laughs> I think though for me, I agree. Um, it was that kind of, and I didn't know that they kind of just freestyled a little bit with their like kind of talking. It is quite interesting the way they're talking to one another. You kind of get that from how they're just having these conversations. You're like, what's your, 
you know what's the worst thing you've done on on you know on a date or that kind of stuff and that just feels very natural yeah the way they're talking about that as if like you know just friends hanging out and i think thing. that gives it a little bit more than a rom-com would where it's like these staged like, lines that you know yeah, what's going to be coming, coming. every two minutes you know and it's like oh yeah okay we've just seen this one you've seen all of them whereas this mm-hmm. was made it a bit more special yeah you've you very much believed them yeah in the roles for sure <laughs> i've also thought of one of the scene that I think kind of gets Wallace and Chantry's relationship to a next level is when they're on the beach. And obviously you've got Alan and Nicole who are the little bit of a pushy friend scenario where they can see that something's blossoming and they want to see what's going to happen. So obviously they go skinny dipping mm-hmm. and obviously Chantry and Wallace decide to follow, which seems a little bit strange really to say that the quite reserved characters you wouldn't think they would do that so to speak and then obviously Harlan and Nicole nick their clothes and drive <laughs> off and leave them to sleep on the beach for the night <laughs> I know that was kind of I was a little upset about that um just because she's still together with Ben and um I don't know I would be very uncomfortable if I was in that situation like and I had a platonic friendship and they just went ahead and did that in Zoe's like it was funny they did it but it's also kind of like oh you should have come back like yeah. earlier that night because Zoe was not happy or yeah. what's her name Chantry yeah <laughs> yeah which I think so sometimes when I watch them I, ha- I feel very uncomfortable watching that scene especially when they come back and the clothes are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that adds some, that scene ends up adding some weight to it because you can have these like goofy rom-com moments where the friends steal the clothes, but that has like, that can have some serious repercussions. And it it's another scene where I really like Chantry because she clearly has feelings for Wallace, but she's trying to stick to her, like her principles of, no, this isn't right. Like, this is kind of shitty, if you will, yeah. that we are in this situation. We've gotten ourselves here and our friends have done. I don't know. I I feel like it makes it a little bit more authentic yeah. when you have that awkwardness that feels real instead of the forced awkwardness, if you will. Yeah, because if it, in another film it probably would be like a, a sort of like a quick cut to like oh we're the uh, the friends stole our clothes and then cut to like next morning or something and then they're just like asleep in the bag or whatever. Whereas they in this they actually kind of show the fact that they're having this little quibble amongst themselves <laughs> and then it's like yeah okay that's 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 real because people would be pissed off if that was the thing. Like, I still love the fact that you've got Daniel Radcliffe with a stick in front of his area and he's like and I'm the ass here because you know I haven't got a blanket <laughs> I'm not warm it's cold and yet you're kind of having a little bit of a fit about it that our friends have stolen his clothes and I'm the ass mm-hmm. and he's like so kind of do like how he secretly likes the idea of him being left alone on the beach but then he sees how upset she's getting mm-hmm. that he he kind of gets in a huff as well yeah. and gets in a mood mm-hmm. and they both slam the doors when the friends bring the clothes back the next day. Yeah, so it didn't work to how they thought it was going to with their work. Obviously. I think they must have thought that they were going to hook up or something yeah. and that that was going to be it and it really didn't pan out yeah. the which, way they hoped. Which yeah. makes it less of a normal rom-com because in a normal rom-com setting, 
typical one it would be like oh yeah that happened they had sex or whatever and then yeah. it's all happy, yeah. you know, well maybe that's because that. as well Alan and Nicole are completely different characters aren't they to Chantry and Wallace because they are like literally didn't they meet the first night and then they were kissing on the sofa yeah, or something for each yeah. other. and yeah. she had a boyfriend too so mm-hmm. they have a different perspective of things and they think that's okay whereas <laughs> you know they have different I don't know Definitely. just different people yeah it would have worked for them that's for sure <laughs> it really would have done <laughs> I mean, they're, those two, um, Adam Driver and Mackenzie Davis, their chemistry is also amazing. Like, it's just, I know that it's the, probably the easiest one to latch onto, but anytime they're on screen, I get excited just because it's, what kind of chaos are we going to see now? With, yeah, and it's always yeah. one step, it's like next step in the relationship, isn't it? You know, well, they're engaged, and then they're married, and then they're pregnant. They move so quickly, don't <laughs> yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, it's like... They've literally only just met at the beginning. And obviously you can see Chantry and Wallace's relationship kind of slowly mm-hmm. growing and blossoming. And you think, oh, yeah, you think that this Alan and Nicole's relationship is just not going to last a little That's bit. That's what I did. I did back in my mind thinking, is this going to be like one of those things where it's going to, it's going to shatter for them. And then it's Wallace and Chantry going to be the happy couple at the end and then or something like that. But obviously, no, it's this thing, but that's okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, if, they, they really do the characters do love each other in the film then that's then that's, <laughs> then that's fine I'm, I'm okay with that <laughs> sort of my yeah. cynical side I suppose and kind of thinking <laughs> of the world watching the world burn with people's relationships <laughs> I found it funny that um there was obviously two film mm. references in the in within the film as well uh, we've got the the thing that they're watching on tv with his nephew, nephew. yeah and saying, yeah, close your eyes. Okay, you can open your eyes, but he's still watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd like my kid to do, I think. What? No! <laughs> it's a great film, that is. I haven't seen it, but I didn't really like the bit on the TV, to be honest. Oh, that's my favourite part. The CPR. <laughs> I remember when me and Zach did that for our podcast. I lost my mind at that scene because I didn't see it coming at all. Mm-hmm. It's... It's still, I never do now. <laughs> Just one of those unexpected scenes with the AED and like, no, or yeah. the defibrillator. Yeah. And then that, obviously then that point, the mom, mother comes back and they change the channel. <laughs> And then the mother just turned, put sounds like she just puts it back on the thing anyway. So it's obviously they're, they're very much okay with nothing too scary, obviously. And she didn't, they don't deem that as a scary film. Would I? Would it scare me? I don't know. It might do. I think at some point we'll probably recover this on our an episode Depends at some point. What you're scared of? If you like monster movies, I don't think monster movies are too scary. Um, they're freaky, but like paranormal stuff is the things that scare me stuff that you can't actually experience no thank you i don't want to yeah. deal with a ghost or a demon i agree with you. <laughs> i think yeah. that's the thing if you can kind of see something coming at you at least then that's not so bad and if it's mm-hmm. something that's still alive where a ghost what can you do if it's going to come after you it's already dead so you can't nothing kill <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. grab the pastor holy water mm-hmm. that's about mm-hmm. it <laughs> I think an underrated part of this movie—I mean, I know this movie isn't probably isn't too big—but I love the relationship between Wallace and his sister. Mm-hmm. Like that whole thing, and then him being the father figure. They—they they 
probably could have done a little bit more with that, but I, yeah, I the, yeah, the Heimlich stuff was funny, and just the like scene of her eating the sandwich even after she's choking. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I although I do think that was another instance though of where it was like, where's that going? With I feel like it was like a bit like the window thing that was a bit like, hmm, that's a bit odd choice to have that in, but. I don't know, it just that felt a bit like, huh, why is that there? I think some parts of it, because it was so kind of the romance with it, and it was a bit like melancholy. Mm-hmm. And then you had like these really dramatic scenes, which were like kind of, I don't know, somewhat woke you up within the movie, if you get yeah, it's me. Yeah, like, like surprise. <laughs> like, yeah, you wouldn't have even expected, like I was not thinking that she was going to be choking on her sandwich, even though she was talking <laughs> while eating. <laughs> didn't think that that was going to happen like if somebody paused it and went right what you're going to think is going to happen now what happens next yeah <laughs> you would never have guessed that that would have been the case mm-hmm. you were like you looked at me like but it still was nothing compared to the falling out of the yeah, window yeah, that yeah. was like i could not <laughs> <laughs> yep. it was amazing um it probably made us laugh didn't it though yeah, in some places it didn't. <laughs> no it can't say it didn't make us laugh mm-hmm. But I think as well, the other scene where you were on about just towards the end of the film, where you get obviously Wallace deciding to go to Dublin, why he thinks that's a good idea (laughs) is beyond me. And then he gets punched in the face by Ben and that step fall as well. It kind of, there's a word that I'm thinking of that reminds me of where it's one of, it is more like a cartoony kind of step, the way that they think of like the action kind of gets involved in it i think i know what you mean yeah. you know what i mean yeah, kind of surreal kind of like this this is this isn't normal but it's it's happening as a in a real the life situation pratt pratfall oh. is that what I, it's called i think you know when someone's really going for it in terms of stumbling yeah. <laughs> exaggerating yeah yeah that's yeah the yeah I don't know why he went to dublin though i don't know what he thought was gonna happen. was gonna happen like I think that was like the worst decision Wallace probably made out of the whole movie. He would have been better just staying put and waiting for Chantry to come back. And then she would have seen that, obviously, because I think you kind of get to the conclusion I did that obviously Ben really likes it in Dublin. He likes it where he is. And there's this woman as obviously he's walking her back and he's got his arm around her, kind of implying that there's something a little bit more there, I felt. Yeah, without giving it too much away in terms of like, is this actually really happening or is this just a coincidence that it just happens to be walking home, like, oh, can I take you upstairs kind of thing, but to your own place, not into my bed kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't really, you never really know with, with that, do you, as a sense, but you maybe there's a sort of assumption there, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I thought something that would be fun is the cool whip idea or like how you can come up with a lot of ideas for like the whipped cream maybe we could go around and say a name I don't know they came up with some good ones they did no yeah good at this I feel like I'm gonna be the weak link because you're sometimes like if you wanting to play a game you'll you'll say oh tell me a name and I'm like I'll give you all the common names there is out there but yeah definitely shall we give it a go Yes. Okay. We all get it. Ellie, Ellie can one. go first, I think. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I came up. Um, let me see. I don't. I'm trying to think of ones that they hopefully didn't say because I keep coming into mind like with like with 
I don't know why, but the term daddy has been popularized a lot. So I thought of puff daddy. Because <laughs> 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 of Diddy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> Zach is so humiliated. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm thinking about my favorite ones that they said were the ones where it was like a little bit questionable. And the first thing that came to my mind when you said we should go around is I was going to say that good, good white cream. Cause it- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all I've got in my head at the moment is um, it doesn't make any sense, but puff, puff, pass. But is it the whipped cream in the can yeah, is that yeah. what we're trying to promote yeah, yeah. why am i thinking of mr whip what is like that? ice cream is that what it is yeah. <laughs> because mr whip's coming into my is, head is it a thing in the, i don't know if it's in the states oh, mr whippy wh- wh- is like a uk thing mr whippy is like an ice cream vendor type <laughs> thing so maybe but then i can't really have that one can i no, because no. it's already been yeah. taken <laughs> Mrs. Whiffy. Mrs. Whiffy, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I think the best ones are, are can kind of be like the double entendres, if you will, just the ones yeah. that are maybe a little bit questionable, but yeah, definitely, yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and they I uh, say so the, the other film that they show in the in mm. within the film as well, the the Princess Bride. Which uh, obviously that's how they kind of like have that meeting up, and you know, what coincidence we're having that to be at the same movie theater at the same time, which is kind of quite sweet. Yeah, the little meet cute. Yeah. That you <laughs> you were having rom coms. Yeah. I do think it's quite sweet actually to for them to go on to a cinema. Obviously, at the moment where we are, our cinemas aren't open, and we really are missing it. I don't know about you guys. Have you still got? Are you still able to go to the cinemas where you are? Or um, I mean, they're open. Yeah. Haley, are they? I don't know. They were open for a minute here, but we didn't go. Um, right. I don't know. I'm kind of uncomfortable sharing a room yeah. with other people right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think they did really do miss us, didn't they? But we didn't go because I think you had to sit with a mask on, and we were like, hmm, I don't really think I want to do that. I could sit at home and yeah, be for a like lot two, safer. Two or three hours in the cinema with the and yeah. hurting your ears and all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, thanks. But I think beforehand, I've never been to the cinema on my own. I'm not one to go on my own, I guess. We, I know I've, you have, A couple of times, you? yeah. It's not too oh, bad. But. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I don't know. It's just something different. Like, you can laugh, you can cry without being judged. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. What about you, Zach? Have you ever gone to the movies alone? Yeah, I, I've seen a few by myself. I mean, I saw one of my favorite movies by myself because I... I just went in the middle of the day. I saw uh, Zodiac, the yeah, okay. David Fincher movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like going to the movie theaters. That's you know sometimes a little too expensive, but I have no interest in going to a public place right now. No, because <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame you at all with that. I think beforehand we used to go quite regularly, didn't we? I'll try to. Yeah. We'd, yeah. See something new out and stuff like that. Um, but no, right now I think <laughs> it kind of puts you off, doesn't it? Because it's like we can't even go into our family's house at the moment or anything like that. So it's like, why would I go into somewhere yeah. where everybody else is yeah. if I just want to spend time with my family? But with the movie that you were on about, Paul, you said I would like it, didn't you? The movie that Princess Bride. Yeah. yeah, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. yeah so in- that's 
that movie's actually a bit of a, a contention between Haley and I, because I love The Princess Bride. I think it's a great movie, and, and Haley's not as big of a fan, so I've got a I've got my work cut out to try to convert her. <laughs> mm, we'll see. <laughs> it's one of those movies. I don't know about how it is um, where you guys are, but um, it's just very hyped. And when I watched it, I was expecting the best movie ever. And I don't like when people just, I don't know. I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I wasn't into it. I didn't think it was, it lived up to the expectations, but I, I don't know. I can't be talked into things. Um, me and Zach have been able to see things from a different light for how you explain it. And it's always interesting to hear what people think of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's, I think the first time I saw it was um, university and people were big enough and everything. I thought it was, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a terrible movie or anything like that. It wasn't It wasn't like I wasn't, wow, this is the greatest thing ever made kind of thing. But it's definitely, I can understand why people like it. It's got those kind of like memorable quotes and the, the kind of quirks that, the, that, that play out in the film and all that stuff. So I kind of get why people do really like the film and see why it's sort of like a cult following type of thing. But um, um, I fact that it kind of reaches both male and female audiences because obviously the, the title not to be stereotypical here, but it kind of has that sense of it being a f- more female orientated movie title kind mm-hmm. of thing. So you'd, you'd kind of expect that, but it kind of like works for both parties, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with that or, at all. Yeah, I, I didn't see it until I was in college. Um, yeah. I know there's people who like grew up with that movie. And the only reason I kind of latched onto it is because I watched it as part of, uh, I'm I'm a former teacher and I watched it as a, was like a training tool to like teach students about plot. And so I have fond memories of watching it with students and like going through it, not just watching it on my own, you know, on a Saturday or whatever. And that's, I think why I got into a little bit more. Otherwise I think, you know, to to what you guys are talking about, it maybe works a little bit better if you're younger and you've seen it. So yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Definitely think it's nice that, Wallace is going to a little bit of a rom-com it kind of shows his soft side which he has quite yeah dominantly. the, hopeless, the yeah. hopeless romantic that's in him yeah which I kind of kind of relate to because I was very much like I guess I still am a little bit oh what are you trying to say Paul in the sense of like you know I like always looking out for like for that for that kind of like oh that's really sweet and you know like open for the best in, of, of things but yeah okay. very much when I was younger I was very much gelled with those kind of characters in films she could relate is that what yeah, it is yeah yeah because hmm. you're quite shy normally I think the first time me and Paul ever met he probably strung about maybe I don't even think it was a sentence possibly I, I think it was over. a high and a bye and there might be a little <laughs> bit in between but I think it was more me talking to you it probably was yeah I can <laughs> definitely match that yes <laughs> <Bless> you <laughs> So is there anything else that um, you kind of pick up that makes you really, really love the film? I think I've kind of said about my little laughable moments, mm-hmm. which are quite surreal to me, but then there is some quite little gem moments as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you guys got anything else to, to add? I don't know. Hayley? My only comment is her sister is kind of the worst. 
<laughs> I completely forgot about her. <laughs> to, the, to the back of my head. She's forgettable. <laughs> so That's horrible. for sure. I'm so glad I don't have a sister like that. Like literally just flinging herself onto any man, basically, that would give her attention, isn't it? It's, oh, yeah. It's shocking because it's like, you, I think as a sister, you should know you, your sisters quite well and you should know that kind of relationship and you can tell that her sister knows she likes Chantry, likes Wallace. And I think she's kind of pushing her buttons a little bit to say, oh, I'm going to date Wallace. And you can see that Chantry doesn't want her to. Yeah. She's still going to do it anyways. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different thing when it, I don't know, it could be that their relationship is so good, like she doesn't mind if he dates other people. But when it's like her sister, it's like, oh, that gets, you know, difficult if she's dating your best friend. Exactly. Yeah. If you break up. Yeah, just make things <laughs> yeah. Really yeah, I think I think I struggle also with the sister. The only redeeming part with her, the only time I was like, OK, I kind of like that she's here is towards the end when Chantry is breaking down and she's getting ready to leave. She's talking about how, you know, I'm not going to have you. And and I felt like the sister at that moment grew up a little bit and was like, okay, my sister needs me to kind of say, hey, you should go after Wallace. And it was a good comforting presence. But the the whole bit with like the making out with Wallace, I was like, eh, well, it's this is stereotypical rom-com stuff. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to get the the fantasy of chantry watching and i i think it just adds to like i don't know it, yeah i forget about her sometimes too <laughs> <laughs> i only remembered her because i had her in my notes <laughs> <laughs> she's not a pleasant character but i do think if you, i even said this to you didn't i and i i think chantry is so much prettier than her sister like they are they do kind of look related but i feel like her sister, I don't actually even know her name. She's just one of those typical... Is it Dahlia, I think it was? Was it? it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite a nice name. But I thought Chantry, I don't know, because she's so naturally pretty, whereas I think her sister was a bit more put on. Yeah, more. I don't know if it, if she was the lead role in this, would that make things different? Would that make it less believable, do you think? I don't know. It'd make it worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do think that this is Zoe Kazan's movie, like... Daniel Radcliffe's phenomenal, but I I think this movie works because you have Zoe Kazan as, as Chantry, like just so good. So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm I don't really have much else. I I love that they end up together at the end. I, it's predictable that it's gonna happen. I love their little banter at the airport once they get back from Taiwan. Yeah. And <laughs> I actually did get confused by that banter. I no. don't know if I was like <laughs> Wait a minute. Have they have they like paused in time now? Yeah. They've never met one another at the party. And this is where I, as I was going like way overthinking this, thinking, and then they've just bumped into each other until like another scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, was just like a, away a with literal it. like what if kind of thing. Like what if I this think was that's just where a different I thought it was going? Like if the, mm-hmm. and then she said she was engaged, so I was like, Oh, she's engaged to Ben. That literally that's where my head initially went. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of had these moments, so I was playing out different scenarios, and technically, it's like you said. I didn't think about that. It makes me you made me sound clever there with the what if title. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> got the galaxy galaxy brain going the entire time. You just you you've got yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think 
obviously with the what if, I mean, you've always said this, haven't we? Because like you're from, probably if I mention where he's from, you're probably not going to no. know. Um, <laughs> no, a different part of the country, basically, from where we where yeah. we're living now. But um, it's kind of like, what if I never moved up here? Would you know? Would we have still found each other, or would I? Mm. You know, like that kind of scenario, as, as you know, as people do tend to think about yeah what if I never moved here what if I never did such and such exactly so we were kind of playing that what if game after we'd watched it like to see certain scenarios of your life how would it pan out if you didn't kind of like for example with Wallace it was like what if I hadn't dropped out of medical school when he did and then obviously kind Mm -hmm. of then rejoined it back up again so it's quite interesting to see your life as that really Mm -hmm. so uh, another kind of personal connection for this movie with me is that my wife Amanda and I, we were we were friends before we got together, and she was she was with someone else at the time, and we were just good friends. And then when their relationship ended, then we got together, and we've played that what if game of like, because she was also a teacher, and she ended up in the classroom right next to me. So we've talked about like, what if we had never met? You know, where would we be at? And we actually found out that like three or four years before we even met each other, we were in the same place at the same time, you know, in Iowa. She, uh, yeah, she, she, in Iowa? she was on, um, I went to the university of Iowa in, in Iowa city. And on the first day of classes of like my junior year at that college, she was there visiting the writing school because Kurt Vonnegut was a, used to be a teacher at the University of Iowa. So she went to go visit kind of their writing seminar stuff. And so we were both like in the same general vicinity on the same day. We just didn't run into each other. So it's it's fun to play that game of like, there are little times where your whole life could go in a different direction and you could have the scenario where, you know, maybe Wallace doesn't get with Chantry but Chantry stays with Ben and then they bump into each other so yeah it's fascinating how the world works isn't it mm-hmm. it really is because like the thought of you two being in a, the same place at the same time but you didn't meet it's like what if you'd met at that point you know beforehand and I know obviously nothing can you can't change the future no. or anything like the that past. but it past, past. yes, yes. <laughs> or the future <laughs> depending on yeah. what the outcome is but it's that kind of magical kind of moment where you could have met one another. You've kind of got a little bit of a rom-com there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, for sure. What about you, Haley? Have you got any sort of similar things where that's happened with? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I would say me and Michael's, my husband's story is kind of a rom-com. We've known each other since we were in first grade. And we've liked each other on and off, like throughout all of our grade school years, high school. And uh, he, well, we got together my senior year and I left in the middle of the senior year, moved to Washington and uh, he joined the military and now we're married. We've been together for eight years and been married for three. So. Oh, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, that is so cute. I can imagine yeah. these little, like, very such a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've known each other for all most of our life. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's something that you could make, like, a TV series out of almost. Kind of like. <laughs> yes, for sure. Absolutely. 
that's really cool. That's so cute. I wish I'd known you when you were little. <laughs> oh, I've I've talked to my wife, and we've established that if we met each other in high school, we probably wouldn't have been friends or liked each other because <laughs> she was too cool, and I was such a big dork, and I had a afro uh-huh. like huge afro in high school so i was just i was insufferable right right Haley? um no comment <laughs> <laughs> yeah how did you guys meet oh so ours is not that romantic now is it no not compared to these guys it's no no ours is a little bit more with technology so we actually met online which i used to hate saying initially when we first met I was like I, used to, I think it was when that wasn't the norm so we've been together about eight years now haven't we yeah. and I was like I used to cringe when people I used to make up scenarios of how I'd met I'm like oh I've met him at university because we were still in uni weren't we at that time well you were I well yeah, yeah you, you're yeah, a little bit older than me I was, <laughs> I was past that <laughs> <laughs> so um we actually met online and we, we spoke for you're the only person I actually spoke to online, which I didn't actually see anybody else. So I was like, I don't want to meet random men I don't know. And I don't want to be killed as well. Cause I was really scared of some like random men. <laughs> yes. It's a yes, valid thing to be scared of. <laughs> Absolutely. Online stuff is terrifying. So yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't want to meet anyone who I don't really like. So I felt like they have to speak to me for a while for me to feel comfortable so I think it was nine months you ended up having to speak to me online before I would meet you this mm-hmm. sounds a bit catfishy now nowadays like but I did send you my pictures we never spoke on the phone either no it was all just through messages it's yeah. all through messaging and I really really liked you and then do you know what you did this is the least rom commy thing I said if you don't meet me I'm gonna meet somebody else and because oh. they're willing to meet me <laughs> And um, he actually, I said, well, go then, didn't I? I was so heartbroken already because I really liked you, even though I hadn't met you. And you went and met this girl and she stood you. stood me up. stood you up. So they, maybe that's like a rom-com scenario then. It's like it meant to be that this girl stood me up. Oh, I was so happy that day. And I know that sounds so horrible. But I was. The world was trying to set you guys together and they made it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if she had a turned up and then you never met me? No, no, yeah. You know. Who knows? What does she look like? I can't even remember. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad she stood you up. That, that was the correct answer. I don't remember. I'm very happy I've met you. Oh, and... thank you. Happy I met you. <laughs> Girl, you want to put up with me for the rest of your life, though? <laughs> Okay, um, with that being said, I think we'll go to the, the scorings, if that's okay with the film. We tend to do ours out of 10, so if you can give your, your, the film on a scoring based on that, that'd be great. 10 being the best, Obviously. 1 being the lowest. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally I make Paul start first, um, but, but I don't know if you wanted to get your guests yeah, first. Yeah, we'll the guests first, yeah. Okay. So whoever, Zach or Haley, can go first. Um, I give it a 7. Okay, yeah, I agree with something similar to that, so I don't feel so bad now. Um, <laughs> what are you? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd give it an eight. 
it's it's an eight for me. It's like I said, it's not a perfect movie. I wouldn't put it at like the the top tier, but it's a good comfort movie. So mm-hmm. eight. I think that's just because he likes the main lady. That's what it is. <laughs> it's an eight just because of her. <laughs> Oh, she's my girl crush. So I'm with that. She gets a ha- seven and a half for Zoe Kazan. I love her. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go next because okay. I feel like you're probably going to be a little bit lower than me. Okay. Cool. I, I feel mm-hmm. engaging on your unwrong commie mm. man mm. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for me, I was looking at like a six or a seven. That's where I was gauging. I think the reason why it would only go down to the six would be the window scene, even though it made me laugh so much. I don't know if I was in a bit of hysteria because I was like, this cannot... I'm through you for a loop, I think. It really did, didn't it? But I don't think now looking back at it, it kind of didn't spoil the film because now I've got a bit more of a connection towards the film just from laughing at it. So I think for me, I'd say a six and a half would be my scoring obviously it's got Daniel Radcliffe in it Mm -hmm. you do get to see his bottom as well I I just thought I'd say um, (laughs) that deserves another half point I'd say (laughs) so that is definitely a perk so Mm -hmm. but it could creep up to a seven here if we carry on we're just seeing bottoms Um, (laughs) but yeah no I think a solid six and a half I think it's got definitely a good rom-com base it's definitely different to your normal rom-coms and I think you've spoiled rom-coms for me okay sorry yeah, because I think my old self would have scored this probably a nine, hmm. whereas you've ruined me. <laughs> so thank you for that. Ruined then I too. think you're, if you're like, I like this, but it's still, I think you'll really like the big sick. That is a all around, like, I think that one, it either won or was nominated for an Oscar just because of how well written it is. And I don't think it has any crazy stuff where it's, you know, people falling out of windows. and <laughs> So... <laughs> It has one joke, though, that's just, I don't know. I think it's the funniest thing ever, but yeah, you'll have to watch it to find out. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. You know what I'm talking about, the heckling part. I I don't. Is there a word you can give me that? No, it would ruin it. Let's just say it was a tragic day in the U.S. (laughs) 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 It's, It's not window falling out equivalent, but yes, it's. Okay. At least we're safe to know that then hopefully I'll enjoy that. Yeah. So yes. go on, Paul. What about your scores? 6.5. Okay, so you're joining with me. Yeah, siding with you on that one, yeah. So yeah, nice. I did enjoy it for, for what it was. Obviously, it was a bit up there as opposed to your regular rom-com thing. So I had mm. that going for it. And the, you believe the chemistry, as you said, from the, the two leads and everything. So it was nice on that. Um, but yeah, no, it was just a nice little enjoyable watch I think and I think what I really liked about it was is I'm sometimes and I think I did have that head on where I was expecting a little bit more to happen but it's one of those you can put in the background and it's nice to watch you're not having to I was I was overthinking but you didn't actually have to (laughs) overthink Um, Mm -hmm. because we've been putting on quite a few films at the moment haven't you where there's a trick outcome yeah like some sort of weird twist or Mm -hmm. something yeah and I wasn't expecting that from from this at all but it was yeah and it was going to be like a, a standard it wasn't a standard rom-com but no. it was yeah it was just really nice nice take on it which Definitely. I really liked yeah. yeah yeah so thank you for recommending it for us to watch yeah. I, I did actually really enjoy it even though there were certain things nice. that made me laugh but I think it was 
weirdly I don't know if I've seen it or not I can't remember if I actually yeah, I have we'll never truly no really but and I think we've probably seen it both not together maybe yeah because I feel like the... I would have remembered seeing something with you with you like that yeah yeah because you don't normally watch that many with me maybe um... we watched it at the same time in different places <laughs> like <laughs> on the club scenario maybe <laughs> you never know <laughs> yeah. never know Thank you guys for having us on. This was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we'll have to have you guys okay. on our show because yeah. uh, I don't know if, again, if you've noticed, but we we sometimes talk about movies on our podcast. So. <laughs> no, I sometimes. I noticed that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We'd love to be guests on your podcast as well. So Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us. Um, where can people find you guys on the, the socials? Yeah, on Twitter, it's at siblings. What is it? Oh, I know what it is. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> siblings laugh. <laughs> and then um, Instagram, it's us laughing at us. And you can find our podcast on any platform. It's laughing at ourselves. Brilliant. So definitely go and check them out. They're amazing. And obviously they put up with us for an hour, so they must be. <laughs> so thank you no, thank you guys on. so much for having us on. This was a blast. We really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, great. Thank you very much. And of course, you can find our our own episodes on wherever you get your podcast from as well. And we're on Instagram and Twitter mostly under the handle uh, SP underscore film viewers. Yep. So thank you very much, guys, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>